You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. All of you feline friends out there in listening land, this is Michelle Fern, the new show host of Catitude on PetLifeRadio.com. What an exciting show today. We're going to hear from one of my favorite people, Doc Halligan. She works with Joey Herrick at Lucy Pet Products, and they are doing so much for animal rescue. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this message. You know that feeling when you go to clean the litter box and it's a complete disaster? Yeah, we've got you covered. Introducing World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the advanced litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. Zero Mess combines the concentrated power of corn with super-absorbent plant fibers. Translation, scoop once and you're done. Find it at a pet store near you and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce, I call her Doc, but Doc Karen Halligan. And she is a a very well-known veterinarian. She works closely with um, Jerry Herrick um, with the Lucy Pet Product Foundation. And, well, rather than me yap about you, why don't you tell us, Doc, all about you? Okay, well, I graduated from UC Davis in 1989, and I've been practicing ever since. I actually started shelter medicine, which is interesting. I became a shelter vet for over 12 years. I was the director of veterinary services for the SPCA LA. And then that's when I was exposed to the 80,000 dogs, cats, kittens, and puppies being euthanized in our country every week. It was uh, rather shocking to me. Uh, And in fact, I was unfortunately having to euthanize animals for space at the shelter. Nice animals, sweet animals, and it really took a toll on me. I lasted uh, 12 years, but ended up just uh, having, you know, a burnout with it and feeling like, you know, I needed to do something more. And lo and behold, Joey Herrick came in my life and asked me to run his foundation with his, you know, mobile spay neuter clinic. I jumped at the chance and I've been there now almost four years. We've spayed and neutered and vaccinated over 16,000 animals. We, the Lucy Pet Foundation has a free mobile spay neuter clinic for low-income residents in the city of Los Angeles. And we would like to take that model around the country and have a spay neuter van in every state. And then I'm also chief vet officer for Lucy Pet Products, helping develop food, litter, shampoo. And my latest accomplishment is with Ricky the Rescue Cat, who is now surfing with his girlfriend at a little dachshund named Coppertone. <laughs> so I have, I have a very colorful, wonderful job. Well, 
I got to meet Ricky, the rescue cat. Well, I didn't see him driving, but I saw a tape of it. And for everybody listening, there are pictures of the Lucy Pet Product bus and the inside of it on my blog on Pet Life Radio. So you can take a look and I'm sure on the Lucy Pet Product Foundation site as well. But it's wonderful what you're doing. I applaud you for that. And I just think what you and Joey are doing is just a great service to all those animals from populating to, you know, break the cycle of, you know, birth and then more animals and then birth and then more animals that end up, unfortunately, not getting adopted to their forever homes and end up either living homeless and getting diseased and dying or getting, you know, run over or unfortunately put in a shelter and not getting adopted and getting euthanized. Right. I was just fortunate to be, I'm on the board of social compassion and legislation, and we just got a bill through the assembly, which is going to mandate that pet stores in California have to get their dogs, cats, rabbits from a shelter or a rescue, not puppy mills. So I actually, you know, went up there and was and talked to the assembly members, all 15 of them, and uh, to pass AB 485. And I, I did, I was kind of emotional. I had to desensitize myself, but I talked about how I'd have a beautiful, loving animal lick my hand and have to euthanize it for space. And, you know, every day I would have to go cage by cage and decide who's going to live and who's going to die. And it's a really horrible thing that I had to do. And it's happening every day in our country. And there are solutions to it. You know, there's no reason to not spay or neuter your cat or dog. The studies are out showing that they live 40% longer and, you know, they just fit better when they're spayed or neutered. They've been domesticated for over 16,000 years. So, you know, there's no reason to not get them fixed. And, uh, you know, we still hear people say, I'm not going to spay or neuter because I wouldn't do it to my kid. Why would I do it to them? You know, and I say, because they're not human, they're pets, you know. So it's still fighting that veterinarians don't always get the word out about how beneficial it is to them health-wise. And so that's also another big part of my job is to do as much TV publicity as I can and talk about the benefits of spaying and neutering. Okay, and Doc, before we get into that, I just want to make one point. I really like what um, about the bill that got passed in California. And it's mm-hmm. not, I mean, there's, it's, I personally, I have nothing against breeders, especially, you know, I'm nothing against right. ethical breeders. I do have right. a problem with puppy mills. I don't think there's such yep. a thing as cat mills, but I have a problem with that. And it's nothing against breeders. I know some people want purebred, but there's a lot of purebred rescues as well. But there yep. are some people that want, you know, show dogs. They want it to come from a breeder. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know, if you're looking for just a great, Pet. Personally, I'm a big fan of mutts. I love mutts. Mm-hmm. And I just think mutts, since they're a different, you know, breeds that are meshed, they are stronger dogs. And that's, I just like mutts. And I happen to like black border collie mixes. I didn't even know there was such a thing as the Black Velvet Club until I was at the Humane Society and saw the sign. I said, what does that mean, Black Velvet Club? And they told me that hmm. black dogs and black cats get adopted less than white ones, which 
makes no sense to me whatsoever, except if you mm-hmm. don't want black hair on your clothes versus white hair. But if you have a pet, right. you have hair, and that's just how it is. And I'll take hair any day over my five fur babies. Yeah. Well, I want to say, too, before we get off this, is I have no problem with reputable breeders. In fact, you've got to have purebred dogs because you want to be able to go, if you want a golden retriever, you want to be able to go get one. Yeah, check your shelter first. But this bill is only designed to prevent those genetic defect dogs being mass-produced in puppy mills. If we can stop people from buying those dogs by stopping the pet stores from buying them, then it's a win-win because people will either buy it from a reputable breeder or they'll get it from a shelter or a rescue. So I totally support breeders. Okay, great. Now, let's talk about the comment you made, you know, when people say, I won't do it to my child. You know, what yes. I do to my dog and child, that, that's absolutely, to me, in my mind, that boggles my mind, ludicrous. And I also don't get why I've had people say, well, I have an indoor-outdoor cat, and I have a male. I didn't fix him, but I fixed the female because I don't want, you know, my cat getting pregnant. Well, what do you think that male cat is doing to the female cats out there that are being reproduced, that are not getting caught, that are living in colonies? Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about Ricky, everyone's like, you're just, you're a cat person now. And it's like, no, I think I spend more time talking about cat issues because cats are not getting adopted like dogs. Seven out of 10 nationwide are getting killed that end up in a shelter. So it's, it hasn't improved at all for cats, dogs a little bit. And so I guess I'm very passionate, you know, because I do see I feel I've seen kittens, loads of kittens just get euthanized because the cat population, cats are prolific breeders. Like you said, I mean, those males, they're out there mating. The females go into heat every 21 days and we have a kitten season in cats that we don't have in dogs. Dogs only mate once or twice a year. The female only goes into estrus once or twice a year. Cats, every 21 days, starting in January, and it goes through October. So that's the problem is they are much better at breeding. And so, you know, you've got to neuter the males. And they're crazy. They're going to get hit by a car. They fight. They spread disease. I mean, they yeah, you've got to neuter the males, too. So it's as important to do the males as the girls. And it's a much easier... It takes me a minute to neuter a male cat. So the girls, it's about 10 minutes. So it's a really easy procedure on a male cat. I didn't realize how bad it was with cats until we moved our studio into an area where there's a lot of a lot of outdoor cats, it seems. And I know some of them belong to, because we're in an industrial area, but it's not too far from residential. And mm-hmm. we had one that was coming around, and I thought, this is a little kitten. Well, no, she was a mama because she had a little kitten. So, mm-hmm. and I came from having dogs all my life. I didn't know much about cats. We had Dennis, you mm-hmm. know, but he's Maine Coon. He thinks he's a dog. So I don't really know cats. Mm-hmm. And before we knew it, I remember telling my producer, I said, I, I think this little cat, I think we ended up naming her Sammy because she would know if she, it was a boy or a girl. Well, she was getting like bigger and mm-hmm. we thought maybe she's just eating well because she's very skinny she's a little like a little skinny thing no yeah. she had babies right yeah in front of the studio door three popped out then oh. before we knew what was happening 
and we had a humane trap. Some are really hard to catch. She was yeah. pregnant again. Yeah. And oh, now, yep. you know, so we adopted the one that she had from the first litter. We adopted one from the second litter. We, she keeps having three. So she had, you know, one boy, two girls. The next was three girls. Mm-hmm. So there's one girl left. And I am supposed to be taking her to get her fixed on May 17th if it lasts that long. That's going to be, I think, too long. So I have to figure out a way to catch her. Um, humane traps, we tried that. She's very skinny, so she's able to grab the food. So oh, maybe you have some tips yes. on how to catch I, yeah, these. Yeah, we had a cat like that, too. She was able to get in there and get the food without tripping it. Yeah. And yep. then they, uh, someone mentioned using a net. Yeah, nets are uh, like a fishing net right. um, with a pole on it. You could just go like that with her probably. You might be, you know, and that is half the battle sometimes, just trying to get catch them. Yes, and they just keep having litter after. And you know that they can be mated by more than one male. So they can have up to 14 in a litter because they can have, you know, multiple fathers. This The last litter, they were all striped. The litter before that, they were a mix. So two striped, one black and white, which black and white is Molly. So I think there were two different males there. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. it's, and it's not like she's, you know... Oh, okay, I'm out looking for my boyfriend here. They right. produce a pheromone and they're raped by the male cats. Correct. They well, and the females want the only thing that stops a female from having their miserable heat cycles. I mean, I've had owners bring their cats to me in emergency and they're actually in heat. They're miserable. The females want to get mated. So what happens is they attract the males because that stops their heat. And their cats are like rabbits. It's called, they're called induced ovulators. So what happens is when they have intercourse copulation, the females ovulate. They're induced ovulators. So the mating makes them ovulate. So what do you think the chances are of them getting pregnant if they ovulate when they're having sex? Right. It's like, can you imagine if you ovulated every time you had sex? I mean, you would get pregnant every time. That's what cats do and rabbits do. That is not true with any other species. Those two species are designed to, to have a lot of babies. And so that's why we have so many more cats and kittens than dogs. Now, I've heard comments from readers and just people I've talked to that have said, you know, and Sammy does happens to be more a community cat than feral. She can be petted, but she can't be, you can't pick her up. Right. No, oh, if I do this, she won't like me, or if I put the net around her, she'll hate me. And that's, I don't know a fraction of what you know. But I do know that when the two sisters from different litters were together, they didn't like each other. It took a while for them to get along. The right. mother now does not recognize her two kittens. And right. the kitten from the newest litter, one of her one from the previous letter actually hissed at her. So they're not, yeah. you know, oh, you're my half-sister. Hi. It's more like, ah, you know, let me. I'm hissing at you because you're on my territory. Yeah, right. And they, they have a lot of uh, cross-breeding. They, you know, that's the problem is that the brother will have sex with the mother. The brother will have sex with the sister. This, this is dog and cat. So a lot of pet owners do not realize that siblings will mate dog and cat. They do not discern family like that. 
So, you know, people get a cat or a dog, a brother, sister, and they don't get them fixed. And then they have puppies. And that's so much inbreeding that genetically they're not healthy animals. I've heard that a lot, too. All right. First, so what if you come across, let's figure out with Sammy, because I'm sure other people have had this problem. You have a cat, they have kittens, and you give away the kittens. You're trying to capture the cat. What happens if you capture the cat and she's already pregnant? Or how would you know? Or just take her in any way? Or what do you do? We do spay them even if they're pregnant. So, you know, I mean, unless it's to term, which, you know, then we won't. But most of the time, it's, you know, you can't really tell if they're pregnant. Dogs, sometimes dog and cat. So, you know, the feti are just infantile and we just bam when they're pregnant. It's, it's okay to do that. We'll be right back right after this break. Molly, here's your dinner. (laughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. They called it elephant skin. It was rough, wrinkly, like a Brillo pad. His hair was falling out in clumps. Petey stopped eating and all his hair fell out. Our golden retriever, Sundance, he scratched incessantly. There was hair all over. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Within two weeks, the shedding slowed down to almost none. The scratching went away after a few days and... Sundance's coat was starting to get shiny and glossy. It's a 180 turnaround. His skin has cleared up. He is not in pain. If your dog has shedding, dry skin, excessive scratching due to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone. All right, what are some things, I mean, as far as the myths that you hear, like people will, I mean, you, you had said some actually, let's talk not instead of myths, let's talk about facts. You mentioned some really great facts in the beginning that cats that are fixed live longer. I know for males, I think we talked once before, you said there's less chance of testicular cancer. What are some other benefits as far as, you know, getting your cat fixed? Well, I think there's the medical benefits and then there's the behavioral benefits. So are we just for cats you were asking, right? Okay. So the medical benefits for cats is breast cancer is deadly in cats and it is prevented by Spain early. 
So the more heat cycles a cat has, the more her tissue gets sensitized to the estrogen and the higher her risk of getting breast cancer. They also get these infections in their uterus called pyometras. So those are all prevented ovarian cancer, health problems, all prevented by spaying them. The big thing with the boys is that they cannot control their urge to mate. So a big problem with them is that they get hit by a car or they fight, they, you know, mark their territory by fighting because it's so ingrained in them that they have to mate. Behaviorally too, for the females, the females will be naughty, they get grumpy, and they're just more relaxed when they've been spayed or neutered. And especially, you know, they've been domesticated about half as long as dogs. And they do need to be inside in a home. And, you know, you can train cats, too. I don't think people realize that they're trainable. They are, though. You can train them to sit and high-five. Ricky walks on a leash. You know, I mean, so people are... Sometimes I think they are misunderstood about cats. They have like a connotation of being kind of sneaky, controlling animals when they're really not. You know, cats have unique personalities and they actually are cheaper to care for than a dog. You don't have to walk them. There are a lot of benefits to getting a cat and they are very loving. You know, especially if you get them as a kitten, you can teach them to fetch, you know, just by interacting with them. So I think sometimes I try to tell people that never even thought about getting a cat, why don't you foster a cat or kitten? Because a lot of the shelters have a need for fostering. And then you can kind of see, you know, the personalities. I mean, you could be having the worst day in the world and you have a, a litter of kittens. And I mean, you'll, you've seen it on the internet. Kittens are very entertaining. I mean, they're more so even than dogs and puppies. They just, their antics are hysterical, the kittens. So it's positive for you. People with pets live longer, and they really do need more people to adopt cats. That's very well said. Now, where are some places people can look to adopt from various shelters besides, I mean, I know they can look on, you know, Humane Society. Does the Lucy Pet Foundation have a listing of places for adoption or any, do you have any suggestions, Doc? Yeah, well, if you're looking to adopt, go to PetFinder.com. PetFinder.com has all of the shelters represented and they have the pictures of the animals on their website. So that's probably the best place is PetFinder.com. Also, there's a bunch of rescue groups in every city. So I would say to call or go down to your, there has to be a shelter near you, either an SPCA or a government shelter. I would check that out, ask them for referrals for rescue groups as well. You know, veterinarians, all a lot of veterinarians now work with uh, rescue groups. So they might have a couple that they could recommend. And um, the internet is full of, of animals. I would stay away from newspaper and unfortunately Craigslist. I hate that because they have uh, people buying puppies and cats on Craigslist. And I don't think that's the way to go. I think it's better to try to go to a, a facility where the animal's being housed is better in my opinion. Great ideas. And also just for anyone who said, you know, I'd love to adopt it. I'm on such a budget. There's a lot of places. There's a lot of rescues and shelters. And I know that the Lucy Pet Foundation is only in Los Angeles right now. 
I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I can see in one in every state and sometime in the near future. Yep. But there's a lot yep. of places like Humane Society where they will do low-cost spay-neuter, low-cost shots. And most vets will actually just do a first visit to just check the kitten mm-hmm. at no charge. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, everybody, Dave, Spain neutering being too expensive now, every, there are support groups in every city where you can go find reduced costs for Spain and neutering and vaccines as well. Uh, there's low-cost vaccines everywhere now. So we, we also do low-cost vaccines. Whenever we go out and we spay and neuter, we offer from 10 to 2 a low-cost vaccine to get the pets, you know, licensed. They have to have rabies for dogs, so we, we do that as well. But, yeah, I mean, there's a, you just have to ask, ask around, get quotes, and, um, you know, we would love to have presence in every state working with a group that's maybe already established like the Oregon Humane Society, we, we just donated one ton, one full ton of litter wow. to the Oregon Humane Society. Uh-huh. And that is a really amazing humane society and, you know, something to be modeled. And Joey and I even toyed about, talked about us having a shelter someday so that we could also have animals for adoption because it's the whole thing, you know, you got to do training, adoption, spay and neuter, vaccines. And we'd like to be one of the biggest animal welfare organizations in the country. And I think the route we're on, we're headed towards that. You guys have come really far in a very short time, you know. Yes. It's, it's, and I think what you've done is amazing. So to finish up, where can people find out more about the Lucy Pet Foundation and then also Lucy Pet Products? Because purchasing them supports the Lucy Pet Foundation. Yes. So if you go to lucypetfoundation.org, that is our foundation. Uh, a lot of pet tips on there. You can see videos of the bus. We post all the time. So that's really good to learn about the organization. There's a little blurb on Joey and Dr. Harris, who is doing a lot of the surgeries now because I've pulled back. I started doing all the surgeries and now hired her, meet the staff. So lucypetfoundation.org. And then if you want to learn about our amazing products, which help fund the foundation, you can go to lucypetproducts.com dot com and see our litter shampoo and our soon to be launched food which uh, is going to be really exciting so ah, i'm so glad to hear it doc thank you so much for coming on catitude as my first guest um as new show host for catitude and telling us about the importance of rescue and the importance of getting your cats spayed or neutered and how you know just about lucy pet products lucy pet foundation and all the good they do such great information well thank you i was honored to be your first guest and i know that you're going to do uh, well educating pet owners and saving animals lives so thank you for having me all right thank you that's it for this episode Keep purring and keep listening to Catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.